Welcome back to another episode of Nothing Important, the podcast that's for people who want to feel like they're hanging out with friends, but without the commitment. We're your hosts, Sam and Britt, and um, let's do it. Yeah, Brittany. On the xylophone. Always improvised. Always original. Yes, always original. Original is like super important. Original is key. It is key. Well, episode 10. Episode 10. The big one zero. We are no longer in single digits. We are double digits for the episode. This is huge. This is huge. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for the feedback. Yeah, it's been great. The views around the world. I know we're global. Around the world. I don't know who is listening in Sweden, but but thank thank you. you. Thank you, Sweden. <laughs> the 2% that we had in the UK, I would like to think that's my family. But who knows? Who's to say if they're even listening to it? <laughs> right. Maybe it's their, like, fucking, I don't even know, distant relatives. Maybe it's whatever. some middle schoolers in London. My who little knows? brother's, like, ex-girlfriend. Who fucking knows? <laughs> She's like, what the fuck is this? She's like, who's this idiot? Mm. But This American. This but- American idiot. Here we are. But here we are, episode 10. Episode 10. And for this episode, it's all about the Q's. Q's and A's, most importantly. Most importantly, we're here to answer all your Q's. We're here to give you some A's. I don't know what that means, but here to give it to you. (laughs) Yes, I know it means answer. Right, like Sam's like, what am I roping myself into when you say A? 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 (laughs) For our Canadian <laughs> fans out there. <laughs> Brittany's being inappropriate. Okay, shocker. Do you want the rest of this cookie? No, you can have it. No, I'm done. Um, if you leave that portion, I might eat it. Yes. Okay. Thanks. You can do whatever you want. Okay, so yes. Q&As. Thank you to everyone who submitted questions. We're we greatly gonna... appreciate it. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. We're no. Gonna, we're going to... We greatly appreciate fire. it. We got... Quite a few questions here. We did. So let's let's start. start off with shoe style. We'd least like to see make a comeback. Oh, that's thank you, Catherine, for that one. Catherine, thank you. That's a great question because it's such a strange. But you know, these are the these are the hard hitting questions. One hundred percent. I feel like we're always recycling. Um, we're always recycling trends. Mm. So it's like, oh God, what's going to come back next? Yeah, for sure. Because it's like you can't, with a question like that, you can't narrow in like on a specific style. It's like as women in our late 20s, 30s, it's like we've seen a lot, a lot of changes and we've seen a lot of recycling. It's a lot of pet cemetery, but for shoe wear. (laughs) It's like resurrecting. It's like, please stop. It's like, I'm going to make this fucking work. It shouldn't, but I'm going to. Yeah. So like what? shoe or maybe brand or like shoe style are you least excited that may be resurrected see that's the thing as i feel like the brands are constantly resurrecting themselves to a point that it's like you'd have to go so specific to a style like you have like skew number yeah like i think about like when i was going into like middle school and like sketchers 
like the clunky old Skechers. The clunky old Skechers that had like waves and like you could purchase the waves in like a different color. Oh, I forgot So it was like, that. oh my God, it was really cool like to have like a different color and like people were buying blue, but I was like, oh, I'm fucking weird. I'm going to get yellow. And oh, like, gross. Who liked yellow when they were in seventh grade? And I was like, me, I like yellow. Oh, yeah, I w- immediately, like, I know Skechers is doing a whole lot of campaigning, trying to be cool and relevant, but whenever I think of Skechers, I think of those Skechers. For me, it'd be clogs. But, like, at, like we know mules are making a comeback. I was but a mule say, is like, not a clog. Okay, so a clog is, like, a chunky heel. Like, I'm talking... Because I saw a chick today wearing some cute-ass fucking leopard print mules, and I was like, girl... You ain't got no arch support. But I like those <laughs> but I like shoes. shoes. No, I'm talking about like when you think of like dance <laughs> Not nurse shoe. Those are practical, I okay, suppose. Okay, they are worn mostly by nurses, yes. Yes, but I'm talking strictly the, when you when I think of clogs, I think of the shoe from like 2002. Like we're talking like something that was on Lizzie McGuire. You slip your toes oh, into it and they were even heavy. Even the cartoon had yes. a fucking clog. Okay, yes, we're going like back. if we're like that. Oh, we'll post a picture of Dr. Scholl's. Yes, in essence. Yes, they were heavy oh. and like the bottom was made of wood and they'd make that weird sound when you were walking. And this clog, the, the heel hitting the ground essentially is like clog. 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 It said clog. clog. It said clog when clog. you walked. Yes. Okay. So I mean, as far as like shoe I'd least like to see resurrected in the pet cemetery of shoes, it'd be clogs. Rightfully. So. Rip clogs. R.I.P. Rip clogs. indeed. Sorry. Adios, amigos. You will not catch me buying a pair of those. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. I and I would like to think that we're into like versatile style, but that's not. No, I don't need to walk to around like I'm behooved or like hooved. What's behooved? No, behooved. Is that when you're behooved dating? Would be like when you don't have a fucking. <laughs> okay, well, I, don't... I would hate to walk around with the bone on the ground. <laughs> okay, well, I would hate to walk around like I am hooved. <laughs> Which is funny because mules. Yes. Oh, the irony. Thank you, Catherine, for that. Thank you, Catherine. That was actually, that was a stumper. I was like, "Mm, I wonder, because I'm usually down for anything. Yeah. Except that. Certainly open-minded. Yeah, minus that. Minus that one. Well, I guess uh, switching gears. Switching gears. Our good friend, Laura has sent us a few questions to answer, and I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I'm excited at the diversity of these questions. 100%. And some of these are actually quite hard to answer. Like, and not just like, yeah, diversity, <clears throat> not one topic, one not, not one genre. No, y'all have like quite an imagination, and I'm here for it. So, Laura, dear friend... Let's answer some of these questions. Hey, Brittany. Let's start with, because we're both avid animal lovers, least favorite dog breed. This is a great question, and not something one would typically reflect upon. No, because I... Because, like, you see dogs and you're just like, oh, my God, I fucking love you. But when do you ever see a dog and you're like, oh, I don't like you. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that breed. I do know, as I... Sorry, Michelle. As I um, <laughs> search for a dog to rescue and call my own, I 
tend to gravitate towards dogs that don't shed. Not that I would shy away from a dog that does shed. So you don't like dogs who shed. I That's a lot of dogs. Gravitate towards dogs that don't shed. But with <clears throat> that said, mm-hmm. my niece and nephew, yeah. Jack's included, shed. Oh, my animals. mom's. You're talking I thought you meant like humans, humanoids. No, dogs. Brittany, you're getting dog off topic. Breed. Just answer. You cannot avoid Least answer. favorite dog breed. And what I said, breed? Name I, a breed. That doesn't shed? Yeah, that you don't. No, that doesn't shed you'd like. I want to know which dog breed you don't like. Um, <clears throat> uh, standard poodles. Oh, <gasps> they, fuck. Do they shed? I don't know, but they're not really that cute. Oh. I like cute and like, I, I like big dogs. Like I love, I grew up with like Rottweilers and Labrador yeah. Retrievers and I love Golden Retrievers, but I tend to gravitate toward like small and fluffy. Yeah. And like a wiry, like the Frasier dog, like wiry with like a little beard. So fucking cute. So, okay. Poodles. You're not a big standard poodler. Yeah. That's the only thing that, that's the only breed I can like narrow in on that I'm like, sorry to anyone who owns a poodle. Rip. (laughs) I'm very like conflicting with the dog breed that I don't like the most. Yeah. How can you pick just... So, the dog that I don't like the most, but I still find really cute, are beagles. Stop. They're my fucking, like, my favorite. I know. I'm, I just love them. They're, aesthetic-wise, they're cute. But. 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 They bark. They yelp. I don't. (sighs) Brittany. They're just happy. I, they, they're incessant with the barking. They're so lovely. For everyone out there, I have a dog. They love to cuddle. I have a dog that I specifically chose because he cannot bark. Basenjis are known. They They don't have a bark box. Yeah, but they yodel and they sing when they get excited. Jax doesn't bark at anything. I knew you were those people that specifically chose Basenji because they don't bark. (laughs) Knew it. But he sings to me and it's really nice. He's happy and he's sweet. And he talks to me. And he, he does get excited. Oh, I love how vocal beagles are. Oh, they, I mean, they're cute. It's like I think they look weird. Oh, I love them. I'm not, I don't, okay, see, this is why, Laura, this is a very, like, a very polarizing question. Because I love all dogs. But the beagle, it's just they're too oh, loud. I love them. They're too loud. Too loud for me. They're I'm sorry, so I can't. Sweet it literally kind. makes me insane. I can't. Just be quiet, please. Good thing we're um, up and up over. Before. And <laughs> it is. You know what? I will. I will offer this nugget of silver lining. This tiny little leg piece. Like it is all in the training. So, like, if you train your dog to not be an incessant barker, they will. You know, they have their urges, but it won't be as bad. Sure. Yes. So, yes, I can tolerate it, but there are a few people, especially in this building, who don't train their dogs to do such, and it yeah. drives me insane. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, Laura has another question. <clears throat> Worst habit for people on public transportation. I'm assuming that she means, like, something we find terribly annoying of other people on public transit. And while we did cover most of this mm. in that rant episode if you didn't listen to it already like three episodes ago we did one on all the things that we like 
hate pretty much. That drives a big fucking crazy. It was a pretty much like a big like hate letter. Bitch fest. On the things that like drive us crazy of like everyday life. <clears throat> this on public transportation. I feel as though is a very easy question to answer because instantly I can tell you I can't stand people that either push into you to like get onto the train push into you as they like walk past you on the sidewalk or my least fucking favorite the people that like nudge you to get off the train so Brittany you don't like handsy people on no I don't transit. like as it's funny because I'm like Laura's very only ex- asking for one. I'm an ex- <laughs> you're giving her like ten. I don't like any sort of physical contact whatsoever, even if we bump into each other in public. Period. Yeah, just like keep, stay out of my space. Yeah, that's fair. I'm still holding true to one of my mega like super hates. I hate people who wear backpacks. It's the back. It's the fucking backpacks. I knew it. Those goddamn. I knew it. I knew it. (sighs) Anyone that didn't listen to our rant episode yet, you should have. And if you haven't, go back. But okay, so Brittany and I live in Boston, and we both utilize public transit like every day. And especially in the morning rush hour, people like there's a lot of people on the train. I'm 100% aware of that. 100%. I accept that. That's what I accepted when. I decided not to have a car. Yeah. I already knew all of this walking into it. That being said, there are still, like, just, you know, just think about others. We're all sharing a space. We're all trying to do the same. We're all just trying to get to work and not get aggravated. All right? But when I get on a train and it's super packed and you refuse to take your backpack that's the size of, like, a fucking six-year-old hanging off your back, I'm going to be upset. But, like, yes, the backpacks drive me fucking insane. And when people press against me with them, I push the backpack, and I get it fuels my rage. And I have so much rage I try and suppress. And it just, like, they're trying (laughs) me, and they're pushing me over the edge. Thinking about it makes me legitimately insane. So everyone out there who wears backpacks on packed trains, stop fucking doing it, or I will punch you in the knee. Just be cognizant of the amount of space said backpack is occupying. Just fucking take it off. Just take it off and put it in between your legs. It's really not difficult. I do it. Everyone else does it. Just do it. Stop being dumb. Stop being selfish. Yes, and dumb. Dumb. Anyways. Okay, so next question. Most embarrassing fashion choice. That's interesting. Uh, I have a lot of embarrassing fashion choices. I gotta go back for this one because I would like to think I've come a long way. You have. Jinkos. You wore fucking Jenko jeans? I had an older brother. I wanted to fit in. I owned like one pair. I think I wore them once. You still wore them. <laughs> Chris loved Jenko jeans. One time I wore them and it was like. That's embarrassing. I'd be embarrassed. Anyone who knows me knows that I am not the Abercrombie and Hollister aesthetic, but that I was like me. Abercrombie. I. I didn't like it. I wore it to fit in. And looking no, back at I pictures of it. me in Abercrombie clothing, it was the strange... It was like seeing... It was just like the poor man's polo. <clears throat> yeah, but like... But it wasn't that inexpensive. It was so. high school. It was like it was like a gateway drug to polo and J. Crew for high schoolers. I like J. Crew. 
I'm not saying I don't like J. Crew. I'm just saying, but I'm not saying the aesthetic is the same either. I'm no. just saying like high profile names that everyone yes. knows. And that it's like, it's a common norm where if you like all work in an office, everyone, per- everyone buys yeah. from Gap, J. Crew, and Banana Republic. Right? Yes. Exactly. But like, so that was me trying to fit in high school. I would say that's my most embarrassing time because like I said before, like if you look back at pictures of me wearing that stuff, it's like looking at a squirrel wearing human clothes. It's like, <laughs> you can read so the conf- amount of uncomfort. You're like, wow, she looks so uncomfortable in that tight sweatshirt. But yeah, that was me. Yeah. That no. was, I was just, it's so uncomfortable to look at. Cause yeah. you look at me now and you're like, no. I don't see it. I I didn't. I kind of like just blacked out. I don't even remember that time. That was a time I don't want to discuss. <laughs> now every time I smell fierce, I'm just like, <gasps> <laughs> don't take me back. <laughs> Keep those layered thermals away from me. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh God, yeah, that was probably the worst fashion choice of mine. Yeah, I can um, understand that. Laura has one more. Most annoying current slang this is easy easy what's yours lit fam uh, lit and fam or like, when someone uses like this is lit i fam. just feel like when do people say what say lit without saying fam it's like peanut butter and jelly like <gasps> yeah you can have peanut butter but most people eat peanut butter and jelly it's like lit fam like oh my god did you see her yeah she was fucking lit fam it's like i don't understand the fam i don't Sorry, fam. Anyone out there who utilizes that slang term? That said, I do use AF, but I will say like as fuck. Yeah, I I will too. As fuck. I I, like. I'll yes. I'll say that. That bitch was drunk as fuck. That one I will use. High as fuck. Um, For me, really, it's the term savage. Because most of the people that say it, that ruined it for me, say it un- say it like unironically. Mm. And it's just like, why? I get it, but I don't. Yeah. Nothing is fucking savage. That's like, the issue he ate that whole sandwich in five minutes. Fucking savage. No, that's he's the, hungry. Uh, that's the issue with slang is it just gets abused to the point that you're like, I don't ever want to hear that fucking term again Ever. yeah like stop using the savage sticker on all your what Instagram about stories yolo that died i forgot it even existed r.i.p i say r.i.p or rip but i think that that's just like that's, that's a cla- rolling, that's timeless that's a rolling slang it is that's timeless because you just apply it to well people still r.i.p'ing every day so can't really get rid of that one but Laura's most concerned with current slang. So yeah. I think you're right up her alley when you say you hate lit fam. Yeah. Lit comma fam. Because no thank you. Yeah. All set. All fucking set. Which is one that I don't think will ever expire. Again, timeless. Put on the list of timeless slang. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Savage can also die. Yeah. Next. All right, so we have biggest baking fails. This one comes from my fiance because he already know, he already knows the answer to this. Bless so him. I don't even know why he's asking the question. He's Maybe like, he's more interested in your response. No, I think that I wonder. Part of me wonders. It's like 
Part of me wonders <clears throat> if it comes from like Sam. So over the years, you've tested and trialed. What do you think Cooking you're baking? <laughs> Where do you think that you went wrong? I have ten. Tell me your one. <laughs> All right. So for anyone out there who doesn't know me super personally, I am not a baker. Like I specifically got a, I was gifted a book of desserts that you can make without an oven because I touch an oven and everything goes wrong when it comes it's to like, baking. What's that like Greek God that like she touched everything, but it turned to gold and not in a good way. That was Midas and it was a man. <laughs> that was that nail God. <laughs> So I think touching things and having them turn to gold is pretty great. Pretty great. You pretty cash. Throw on some in. gloves. You're good to go. No, I touch the oven and everything becomes trash. Literally. <laughs> trash. Like it needs trash. to go in the trash. Period. Okay. But. Is there one? Yes. So I, I've tried so, so many times in the past to bake cookies. Guys, it sounds stupid, but, like, I have tried fucking everything. I've tried making them. I've tried, like, keeping an eye on the stove. I've tried getting, like, the pre-cut ones. You can't slice and bake. I've tried all of it. I've legitimately tried all of it. But the worst time (laughs) was one time I was baking cookies, and I had rolled them into their cute little balls, and they looked so, so great, and it was wonderful. I popped them into the oven for, like, 12 minutes, and they cooked, and they never moved past the ball stage. <laughs> they were chocolate chip meatballs. <laughs> it was hilarious and depressing. It was, a. Uh... Uh, yeah, I was like, moment. well, at least my apartment didn't catch on fire. I'll post a picture of them because I have, I took a picture because oh, I was like, this is depressing. Bless. It's yeah. depressing. You tell the story and I'm going to actively listen, but also look for the photo so you can okay. laugh. So okay, Brittany, I what's your biggest have... baking fail? <clears throat> One. You can't give me two, bitch. Okay. One. Because I can fine. give you so okay. many baking fails. All right, fails. fine. So... With an Italian heritage, I pride myself on... Are your parents European? (laughs) Well, kind (laughs) of. But with my Italian heritage, I pride myself on the fact that I am a natural-born baker and cooker. With that said, Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, each year within my household, is a big deal. So we would, my mom and I would always host, whether it be at like my grandmother's house, my aunt's house, whatever. Mm-hmm. So she, we would always host and like we would always do the majority of the cooking and I would always do some sort of baking. Sure. I would always want to like, we'd have the, your quintessential like Thanksgiving desserts with whatever, pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them. They're in little balls. With your like quintessential like pumpkin pie, apple pie, but then I would always want to make something special. Whatever. Sure. So, one year I wanted to make this, like, chocolate hazelnut tart. Ooh. I don't even but think I But I was also, like, it. 21, so naturally, and I'm back home in Maryland, so naturally the night before Thanksgiving, what else? What do you do? You go out and get fucking, fucking wrecked. Drunk as fuck. You get fucking hammered. Yeah. So I went out the night before Thanksgiving. I was supposed to make said tart, and I got fucking bombed. <laughs> so when I woke up in the morning, still drunk. And the thing about baking is, like, it is a science. Like, you have to measure everything to a T. To a fucking, like, gra- on a granular like, level. 
Like, if it says a tablespoon of XYZ, like, you fucking do a tablespoon of XYZ. Not a teaspoon of sugar makes the medicine go down. No. So, there I am in the kitchen, and I'm like, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And, like, as I'm pouring it into the measuring spoon, it's, like, spilling over into the bowl. Oh, my God. Think that I'm making my tart. And I think I even had to, like, roast hazelnuts prior Whatever. To, like, assembling said tart. Whatever, whatever. Okay. So, put it all together into its pie crust. Put it in the oven. Bake it. Pull it out. The top had cooked. The bottom pie crust had cooked. The inside was a concoction of, like, corn syrup, hazelnuts, chocolate chips. Like, nothing had melded together to, like, make the tart. What did it, so when did you find out? When you took it out and you cut into it. Took it out and cut into it and I was like, this isn't a fucking tart. I was like, I don't know what this is, but not the way the tart's supposed to look. Trash. Threw it in the trash. Moral of the story is don't Mortal get drunk. Moral of the story? Moral of the story <sighs> is don't get drunk and do a dab of this and a dab of that. Don't get drunk and bake. Measure. Always. Approach with good measure. Oh, Um, so now we got a nice chunk of questions from our good friends, Danny and Victoria, from On The Vibe, another podcast we love very, very much. I highly recommend you check them out. It is a metaphysical wellness podcast, which is, like, pretty great. They have a lot of, like, meaningful conversations there, so I'd highly recommend it. On The Vibe. On The Vibe. On The Vibe with Danny and Victoria. Check it out. But let's see what they want to know. They want to know what made you want to start a podcast. Well, we wanted to start a podcast. Well, <laughs> without sounding <laughs> so us- incredibly vain, we find ourselves entertaining. For the most part. <laughs> we laugh at our own jokes, let alone each other's I know. Jokes. I feel like we just like, we, I feel like we're very much... A hype woman to one another. Yeah. Where we just tell stories. It's like, yeah, tell me more. Oh my fucking God. Me too. Me too. Me too. You too. Me too. And it's like, we're like, everyone should be having this great of a time while talking about the Duggars. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) That is really how it started. It was like that night we went on a 45 minute tangent about the Duggars in my living room. Yeah, and we were, like, standing at the door, and it's like, let's talk about the Duggars for, like, 45 minutes. I think you were, like, dropping off, like, shampoo. Yeah. Yes. And then... Then we talked about it for a while. Which I need to... It's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. Chris was like, where did you go? It's like, we were talking about the Duggars. Don't worry about it. He was like, oh, okay. But, yeah, I think Brittany and I, after being friends for a while, we just found ourselves, like, talking to each other for extended periods of time. And I think it was, like, because we found ourselves getting lost in our own world, it was like, okay, we need to really expel this energy. Yeah, into the world because, like, clear, like clearly if people are listening to this, it's like, let's just talk about nothing and yeah. escape. Because the world is such a hellhole at the moment. Well, and also, so it's like, like, people's lives are so busy. So it's like, yeah. if you can feel connected to, like, your people or your to someone. Yeah, just even for, like, a half hour. It, like, makes you feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the place that we were coming from. But like you said, pe- yeah. some people are just too busy. Well, and also, uh, for me, I was also like, I don't even know where to start. Like, I'm into it, and I'm all on board, but I'm like, I don't even know where to start. 
As far as what? Like doing a podcast. Yeah. So it's like I'm, it I'm, in, the, I'm in the technical be, weeds. It's like it has to be a partnership. It definitely does have to be a partnership. I would say that you're definitely more the ideas person. I'm very technical. It's highly Teamwork technical. makes the dream. It's my Virgo Mercury. More, more on that later. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how we started our podcast. We were just like, listen... We like hanging out with each other. Let's hang mm-hmm. out with other people. Let's carve, you know, a few hours up out of our week and make this fucking work. Yeah. Because now you guys can listen and feel like you're hanging out with us. And you are. Because you we are. love you. Because we know you're there. Because if you're not, <laughs> this is still on my computer. I will find you. <laughs> we will find you and force you to listen to this podcast. Um, okay. So let's see what else Danny and Victoria want to know. They want to know how we met. We kind of touched upon this like very, very quickly in the mm-hmm. Rosebud episode because we were like, let's not tell everyone that we were internet stalkers. But pretty much that is exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, so Brittany and myself had somehow found each other on, on Instagram. Instagram. I think I went through that like micro blogging phase where I was like blogging about beauty products and shit, which is probably how the algorithm found us. Yeah. Honestly. Well, and also we have like a mutual friend. Karen. Karen. And so. Too far away. Oh God. Sorry. sorry. Um, <laughs> I'll go this way. So yeah. So I just remember stumbling on Sam's page. I was like, oh, I think she's into, I think she's into cosmetics. She's into like the beauty industry. I'm going to follow her for tips and tricks. And you did. And I did. And then you like miraculously showed up in my office one day and I was like, I know you. Yeah. So to kind of touch base on that. So my fiance, Chris and I, we went looking at a property to rent in the Boston area and we're sitting at the table with your coworker. Yeah. And he's getting our paperwork put together. And Brittany's like sitting behind me at this moment. And I don't know what I was doing that I wasn't helping you, but like, I don't know. We had communicated with you via email and then we came in and we saw Steven. Oh yeah. yeah, I think you were just like in the middle of something. So we're sitting at the, we're sitting at the desk with her coworker. My back is to her and all of a sudden I hear, Hey, I follow you on Instagram, and I was like, oh my god, I do too. But it, honestly, in the moment, I was like, I genuinely knew that I followed her on Instagram, but in the moment, I was like, do you really know that we follow each other, or are, are you, you just lying? saying this? You being a Libra bitch, and you <laughs> lying, because you hate confrontation. Um, no, really, I did, because I knew the face, because that's all I knew, because I never saw you in real life. <laughs> and then yeah we sparked a friendship because Brittany worked in the building managing that they the building that we then moved into. into yeah and it all worked out from there and then Chris afterwards was like is that normal and it's like mm, I guess I was like yeah kind of but not really but you know what it is because I actually make a lot of friends on like social media I have like oh. like some of our followers yeah, not I'm just getting, followers; they're friends. I'm, like even the people people asking questions, they're not just listeners; they're friends. No. So yeah. moving right. on, moving on. Next color question, Kyler. What the fuck was that? I read color. Yes. Yeah, so they want to know. So Danny and Victoria question. are curious. What are what are our favorite colors? What's your favorite color? Well, my favorite color to wear is black. Okay, but like, if you could be, if you could only live pink. in a world, pink is your favorite color. Mm. Is that a yes? Mm, are you thinking? Gray? <laughs> what is your favorite color? 
I mean, I can't pick just one. Great. I'm no a colorful individual. I understand this. I mean, green? I don't know. You're not convincing me. I'm not convincing myself. Oh, my God. They just I can't want to pick know what just one. The Brit- rainbow? <laughs> if you could live in a world... That, that was only like, had one color. No, but like, let's say a world where like there were tones of this color. So you can even be really broad with it. Taupe? Like, you like taupe? I like neutrals. Okay. I'll let you, you have that. On you settle on neutrals, I suppose. You like neutral colors. I like neutral colors. Does that answer your question? <laughs> What's your favorite? <sighs> I mean, so, as a woman that's decked out in gray... Literally, your can is gray. Everything is gray at the moment. I'm wearing a gray nail polish. So, contrary to what you're thinking, gray is not my favorite color. It is my favorite color to wear, along with black and red. But my absolute like favorite color, I'm kind of torn because I'm a big blue person. I fucking love blue. Love All blue. sorts of blues. But the only other like color family that gives it a run for its money are like shades of green. I mm, love green. Love green. I love green. Like an olive. Give me oh. a fucking olive. Hunter. Hunter. Oh green. my god. I yes. Can't. Yes. So I, like, blue. like how can you pick just one? You can't. So that's why I'm going with families. So blanket state. Like I would say blue is the top one, mm. and then just below that are like the greens. Navy. Oh my god. Navy. See? Royal. Blue's- Royal blue, cobalt blue, blue. Oh my god. Everything. I yeah. I love blue. Blue. Blue is great. I love fucking navy. Yeah. So, yeah. but you like neutrals, so that's what you settled with. Would you like to change your statement? No. No, I am content with neutrals. So, like browns, taupe. Yeah. Gray. Gray is fucking neutral to me. It is. It is very neutral. Very much so. Moving on. Oh, so this is going to open a can of worms, and actually we were considering having a whole astrology episode, so which I we will do, we so Brittany, touch we touch on this one. We should just we should touch. Be, just touch. Let's be because we could We could go on a fucking tangent about this one. Yes, yeah, so like, quick note to Danny and Victoria, we're going to do a whole astrology episode. Um, and but just everyone to else answer the question. Yes, yeah, so they want to know what our moons were. Like what are what moons we were born under, and for anyone out there who's like not super into astrology, I'll give you like a very rudimentary like understanding of like what they mean by this. Yeah. So like, if you're not familiar with natal charts, so at the time and place and date of your birth, like there's a snapshot of the sky, and you can go online and you can like recreate a natal chart, which will show like all of the planetary like uh, stations at your time of birth given all of these items. Um, so, but like three really big ones that people always seem to ask about are your ascendant or rising sign, what your sun sign is, and what your moon sign is. So you're like ascendant is the sign that was on the horizon at your moment of birth. Um, and that's kind of like your outward self not outward self it's like the mask you wear it's how you present yourself how you look your style like something like that um your sun sign which is like the sign that you would read about in the newspaper so it's like what you most mostly know so like if you're born like for me october 3rd i'm a libra that's my which i've heard that you should read your horoscope for your rising sign yes you should 
Yeah, and like your sun sign, it's like it, your sun sign is kind of like a path. So it's like you develop it's like where a, you're going to be. Whereas like yeah. your sun sign and your or whereas your rising and your moon is like who you are, how you present yourself. For the most part, yeah. So like your sun, they're like traits that you're picking up as you grow and develop yourself as a person. And then the moon, which is what they're getting to. The moon is kind of like your inherent self. It's already who you are. It's like the very like below the surface self. It's your mm-hmm. emotional self, how you react, how you like. It's very much like on an emotional and like inward. It's like an emotional and inward part of yourself. So you're asking us a very personal question. Yes. So what is, I am a Scorpio moon. So I'm very hesitant to share many things with people because I, I don't trust most people. Whereas I am a Virgo moon. So you're an earth moon. So I'm an earth moon. So I'm calculated, somewhat reserved. Yeah. I, mean, I tend to like think more logically rather than emotionally, which mm-hmm. to be a Virgo moon, like I do I do not feel as though I identify that way. You probably... The thing is, though, is that... So you're also a Pisces. So you got, like, water in there. So yeah. it's like... And I'm an air sign. Like, my rising sign is an air sign. So I'm, like, all over the place. You're pretty well balanced. So, like... Or fucking eccentric. <laughs> you are eccentric. That bitch, she don't know if she's coming or she's going. Yeah. So, <clears throat> as I mentioned before, I'm a Libra. So I'm an air sign. So, like... They're not necessarily, like, described as the most emotional sign, I suppose. Mm. Like, they're very logical and, like, they're, they take more of, like, an intellectual, like, approach mm. to things, I suppose. So, it's kind of interesting because I have a water moon, a Scorpio moon, yeah. which is, like, a very intense and moon a to water. have. And a water rising. I've got a lot of water in my chart for being, like, an air sign. So we'll get into that on the astrology episode. But pretty much, yeah, so I'm a Scorpio moon. I have very, very intense emotions. Like, very intense emotions. I, I develop bonds with people. Like, it takes a lot for me to befriend you and, like, message you. As a Libra, like, I want to be friends with people. And I, I am friendly with people. But I'm because of the Scorp moon... I'm only friendly. I'm very selective. So yeah. if I talk to you, I like you. Yeah. And you like you would know if I did not like Whereas you. Whereas I feel like I am quick to let people in, but I will let people go. Oh, you're efficient. Just as, Just quickly. as quickly? Yeah. Oh, you're pretty quick. You're like efficient about that. But yes, so you're talking to a Pisces, a Virgo moon, and a Libra, a Scorpio moon. So it's yeah. a very interesting combination yeah. here. Moving on. Okay, so also, Danny and Victoria would like to know what our biggest life <coughs> dream is. And that's a, uh, that's a tough one. You're asking... You're asking a lot. You're asking two females that I feel as though are very self-aware and in tune and like want slash still trying to figure that out for themselves. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what my biggest life dream is. I mean, I definitely want to when help I, people in some facet of my yeah. life, but right now, let's talk short-term goals. My biggest life short-term goal dream is to like pay off my student loans yeah. and to help people in some way. Help people in some way for me as well and like just I don't know, more knowledge more success, like, just... Career success? Career success, emotional success, professional success, 
personal success, just like grow. Yeah, I'm sticking with, I want to pay my student loans off ASAP. That's my biggest life dream because honestly, at the pace I'm going, it could be my biggest life dream. <laughs> could be the... <laughs> God. It's okay. I'm, I'm still here. I'm thriving. Bless your heart and soul. It's all right. I'll be okay. That's all I've got. Thanks, yeah. Danny and Victoria. That was the last one from them. Um, thanks, everyone, for all your questions. These for are your questions. Your A's? I know. I hope our A's were sufficient. If you guys like what you hear, be sure to rate, subscribe, recommend. It's a big help. We're trying to expand our family. Comment, Get in there. Email. Do everything. Interact with us. That's all we're asking I know, for. because otherwise, like, are, are you listening? Are you out there? Are you Where art thou, followers? I know. Followers. Followers. You're Where friends. Where You're not even followers anymore. Followers. You're friends. And friends help friends, right? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. So we highly recommend you do so. And it's it's fun to see when people are sharing info. Much appreciated. Um, and as far as like next week's material, we've got we've got a couple things where ideas on the horizon. We yeah. want to hear from you if there is anything you haven't heard that you want to hear. That's you're, for that sure. you're waiting to hear for sure. Um, but yeah. So thanks for stopping by episode 10. It's been a good time. Uh, and I guess we'll see you next week. My name's Sam. And this is Britt. And uh, talk to you soon. Getting better at that. Fucking nifty. <laughs>